Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently holding for further traffic clearance. Check out Kristen's new website, MagicalJourneysVacations.com. For all your vacation needs, Disney, Universal, Cruise Lines, and more. Thank you for traveling with us. MagicalJourneysVacations.com. Have her book your magical vacation today. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. Your ultimate source about the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resorts. If you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Kristen Hetzel Go and Jay Bratton are your guides on this culinary adventure. We'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret. Join them as they discuss the latest food news, expert tips, recommendations, and trip planning advice related to Disney food and dining. From quick service to fine dining, you will discover all the best restaurants and food as they hungrily explore the Disney parks. It brings folks together from all walks of life. The Dining at Disney podcast. And now, your host... Kristen Hetzel Go and Jay Bratton. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Dining at Disney podcast. It's your ultimate source for delicious discussion about dining at Disney World and Disneyland. I'm your host. In for Jay today is my dear friend, Tony Castelnova from Disney by the Numbers in Disney Parks podcast. And no. I am not Jay. Yes. <laughs> I am not Jay. <laughs> Don't worry, a, little, to be. A, a, little, a little paler and a little shorter than Jay is. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good. good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Today we've got some Disney news coming from Disneyland and Disney World. Uh, one of them includes the increase in tables in Wonderland, which is not just one of the many things that Disney uh, increase this week, but we'll be talking a little bit about that. And then Tony had a very special, intimate dining experience over at Plancha, which is, which is at Four Seasons Orlando. So we'll be talking about that. Courtesy of Krista. Courtesy of you. Yes. <laughs> but I did just not wander aimlessly into the restaurant. <laughs> well, see, that's. That's that's one of the one of the things that you do to help out dining at Disney is your you know as a contributor you send me great photos and then whatever experience I can't attend down there that involves food I send you off to do I mean what a difficult job you have <laughs> well before we get into all of our discussions for today I want to thank you for downloading the show on iTunes streaming on Stitcher as well as watching the webcast on YouTube make sure to like and subscribe to our feeds and don't be afraid to share this with your friends okay so now on to the appetizers Tony I'm going to let you kick off with the news for me uh, with the Rainforest Cafe Yes. All right. So Rainforest Cafe Aloha Adventure Menu at Disneyland Resort. You know, I forgot that they even had a Rainforest Cafe out there. That's because it's all the way at the far end away. It's as far away as you can get to the parks. It's like right before ESPN and the Disneyland yeah. Hotel. I don't know. I, I don't go there. There's plenty of other places to eat the Rainforest Cafe. But if you have to. If you must insist on going, they have a Aloha Adventure Paradise Combo. 
It's a taste of the islands. If you have the aloha spirit, not like me, then a lots of recent opportunities to express it. So back in August, it was the Tahitian Terrace Diamond Luau. So now coming October 12th and 13th, that's right around the corner, that's next week, there's the Malawini. And we, I think they do a whole big uh, special thing for that at Disneyland, yeah, right? Do. Yeah. I would think they would do that at the Polynesian. They do nothing. You would think there would be a lot more interesting, yeah. cool things like that going on. Yeah. But they don't. I feel like like at Disney World, we get left out of so much cool special events. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they make a whole big deal of this Malawini at yeah. uh, Disneyland. So uh, now they're involving the Rainforest Cafe. So the third option has been announced at the Rainforest Cafe at downtown Disney in Anaheim. Uh, to Disneyland Resort. For a limited time, they are featuring the Aloha Adventure Menu. So, it will have a total of nine different island-inspired dishes, including a couple of appetizers. Yummy, yummy. The first is the Ai Poke Tower. And who doesn't like that? Come on. <laughs> Big piece of... Oh, I know. Tuna. Mm. So, the Ai Tuna mixed with spicy soy and sesame stacked atop avocado... And tomatoes. And I, we had something like that at Palancha. On the side will be wonton chips and wasabi aioli. Second is the awesome appetizer adventure that contains a sampling of the island favorites for everyone to share. Next up, we have the taste of the islands. And it's the feature of the Aloha Adventure menu. For your main course, they have a sizzling luau platter. I haven't had one of those in a very long time. I don't know. Make me want to now go have one. <laughs> All right, a Maui meatloaf. Somebody have to. It's got to be the, just pineapples in the meatloaf, or something crazy like that, right? Yeah, and see, uh, no, no, that's, no. <laughs> I'm not. I don't really like meatloaf to begin with. Uh huh. I and do. So, yeah. yeah, pineapples in it isn't good. I don't know. Um, Filipinos put like pieces of hot dogs and raisins in there. Okay, no. <laughs> and that, no, and no, no, no. no. Uh, then they have the grilled mai mai. That's typical Disney stuff. They put mai mai on everything. Uh, taro chips uh, and a paradise combo. The jungle steak and shrimp. That sounds delicious. Taste of the islands as well as the rib steak and shrimp trio. And the selections are enough to satisfy any surfer and hula dancer. So, then it goes on to say that there's also a number of alcoholic beverages. And you got to wash all this stuff down, right? You can't just eat dry meatloaf and then have nothing, right? No. So, you need something to wash it all down. So, imagine yourself sitting on the Waki Beach sipping some tiki punch. This is a concoction of ruby red grapefruit, vodka. What is that, cruising? Cruising uh-huh. coconut rum? Mixed with tropical juices, and to add a little more to the feeling, get this drink served with the Rainforest Tiki Cup. I'm sure that's an extra charge. Other <laughs> cocktails include the Mongoose Mai Tai, uh, the Cheetah Rita, and the Canopy Tea. That sounds pretty good. I think so, would you, too. Would you try that? Would you do it? I would try the and do they say what the pricing is? That's the other million-dollar question. Yeah, and see, of course, in Nashville here, we have a Rainforest Cafe. So it's very, very rare that I will go and eat at the Rainforest Cafe when 
I'm at Disney World because it's the yeah. same venue as it is right. here. Every now and then I'll, I'll I'll go and do, you know, maybe like, like I've gone with Natalie and we've just shared a meal and then had something, you know, later to eat. And it just gives me, it gives me something to photograph and I can go and see, you know, how right. the restaurant is performing yeah. or what have you. But I'm yeah. just, I'm not big on it. I think, you know, the food is overpriced for what it is. Yeah. It's, you know, you lump them all into, like, the TGF Fridays, the Applebee's, the Olive Garden. It's all, you know, mass-produced, you know, food, and it all tastes the same at some point. Yeah, and there's so many other fantastic dining options. Why, you know, if yeah. you have kids, this is that is definitely a perfect right. restaurant for kids because it's yeah. entertaining. They can sit there and watch the animals and all the little, you know, show that the restaurant does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it makes it fun for kids, but right. um, yeah. Yeah, not for adults. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got some news that has to do with Disney World, and this was just released the other day, and it's the ganachery is coming to Disney Springs. Mm. So for those people who are chocolate lovers, there's going to be a new candy shop that's opening in the landing. And they're going to have daily, freshly made ganache. And for those not familiar with ganache, it's a mixture of chocolate and cream, and it's really good. Wow. That's, I, stop doing that. They <laughs> can't put that store in there. I'll gain like they're, 400 pounds. <laughs> they're going to have an, they're going to have an onstage kitchen, which is cool. So you get to see them make it there. Yeah. And then they're going to do a variety of different flavors. Some of them that the Disney Parks block mentioned was a dark chocolate that's going to be 65% custom blend. Hazelnut, there's a Chipotle, which is going to be on my list of must try because yeah. I like spicy food. And then, um, they're also going to have a variety of other custom blend flavors that'll have the finest spices uh, included in those. So, yeah. The one thing they didn't mention is where is this going to be located? I don't know. They're running out of space in the landing. Yeah. Well, available space um, right now. So that would, it would be by the boathouse, um, you know, Asia somewhere, maybe, maybe around the corner from, where the gelato place is. I don't know. know. We'll have to see. That'll be a lot of sweets in that little area because you also have uh, Aaron McKenna's bakery there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting. It's, if you haven't, well, when you come down uh, soon, you'll get to see all the, the mayhem that's uh, going there. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I can't imagine. Now I do have Morimoto's booked. On the 16th, I went and used Open Table and booked something because I was like, that I have to try. I was there opening night. That's how I went. I did the same thing you did. Oh, book reservations? (laughs) (laughs) Opening night? (laughs) Yeah, it was fantastic. And Marimoto was there. You'll probably see him still. Uh, We've heard that he's going to stick around for a while. I um, hope so. Yeah. I would be really like it would be very exciting to for me to meet Morimoto. I mean, I watched yeah. him when he was doing the original Iron, Iron Chef. Chef. Yep. You know, so I know. I know. Yeah. I didn't take it. You know, I'm not an autograph or or picture person. I just like talking to them and then just walking around. You know, walking away with that experience. That you know, I spoke to him. I, I got to meet him. I got to talk to him, and then 
I should probably, I don't know, take pictures. But, you know, everybody does it. And then, I don't know, looks like he's like, like all right, enough with the pictures already. <laughs> Just sit down and eat the food. Now, see, I, the last thing I ask for is the mm-hmm. photo. And yeah. the reason being is, you know, it is, I do have a food blog after all, you know. So <laughs> when it yeah. comes to that, I will. But it's very, you know, living in Nashville, there's all kinds of, you know, yeah, we've got movie stars, you know. Yeah music stars, all that kind of stuff here. And yeah. nobody bothers him, which is why they like it here. I mean, Johnny Depp even has a house. You can yeah. see him walking through the mall without security, you know, so yeah. it's... Uh, yeah. So I won't ruin anything and tell you anything about it. Or That's good, because uh, I, I am very excited and yeah. cannot wait. If you need a dining partner, call me. Do you want to be added to the list? <laughs> if you, I can add you. If you. No, don't change your reservation, but maybe I'll show up. Okay, it's all reservations already made for three. So if you want to be a fourth. Yeah. Yeah, I'll come. I love the place. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, but before we, you know, get too carried away about talking about places we love to eat, I do want to mention that Joffrey's has a few things going on for the Food and Wine Festival. Um, They do have specialty coffee. So if you have... uh, you know, they've, they've created a specialty beverage just for food and wine. So you can go and get your little book stamped, you know, one of the little locations and try their beverage. Um, they're also doing what's called Master of the Roast Journey to the Perfect Cup Experience. You'll see real coffee trees. There's uh, their famous San Franciscan. I have a problem saying that. Yeah. Uh, roaster, so you can learn about sourcing, roasting, and brewing of their great coffees. These demonstrations take place on the weekend, so Saturday and Sunday at 12, 1, 2.30, and 3.30, and it takes place, weather permitting, again, you never know what you're going to get in Florida, but it's going to be right. by Ellen's Energy Adventure, so make sure to check that out. And speaking of Joffrey's, I have a contest going on right now. So you can enter to win, and and you can since you're only a contributor, you can enter to win, Tony. I love it's prizes. The, the Joffrey's Coffee Trio. So you'll get three one-pound bags of Joffrey's coffee. It's really easy to enter. Just go to uh, the Dining at Disney website, and you'll see the link there. I mean, it just involves like Twitter and Facebook. So come yeah. on, it's easy, guys. I mean. What so let me ask this win. question. Do they make a, a Couric Pod Joffrey's Coffee? Do you I'm know not what? Sure. I'm not sure either. I don't remember yeah. seeing that on their site. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Like, that's a whole other story. I don't I'm, know, I'm but I do. Addict. I'm a coffee addict, and my Couric uh, 2.0 is on the fritz. So I actually have a second one that I just recently bought. So as soon as that one dies, it has its replacement. <laughs> Well, I, I can't do without my coffee. Now, see, I have to. I have to have coffee, <laughs> otherwise, I'm like, yeah, a zombie like that in the morning, and right. that does no good. So, I used to work for Tivana, and when mm-hmm. I did, they right after I started working there, they were bought by Starbucks. Right. And when they were bought by Starbucks, that meant you got the Starbucks benefits, and one of those was each week. You could choose from a select variety of things to get for free. Yeah. And one of them was a pound of coffee. Right. 
I worked there for a year. Mm-hmm. So it tells you how many pounds of coffee I had. Wow. And at the end of this year, I'm going to be out. And it will have taken me two years to drink all oh those. I mean, think how many weeks there are in a year. Yeah. I had bags and bags and bags of coffee. Wow. So I'm down to like, I think, six bags now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but Starbucks is one of the better companies to work for. Uh, I think they'll even pay for your tuition. They do. Starbucks yeah. themselves is a great um, yeah. the company to work for. They do have high employee satisfaction ratings, yeah. so that's always good. Yeah. But I do, I, I hate to say it, I do prefer Joffrey's to mm. Starbucks because a lot of the Starbucks coffees have a little bit of like a bitter aftertaste to it. Yeah, right. And, uh, it's I a bean that you does it. Yeah. 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 It's almost a little bit of a, like a sweeter type coffee. So, right. so right. I'm a little, I'm a little biased to Joffrey. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll just say this and then we can move on. I'm a peppermint mocha fanatic. So I've gone on Amazon and I have the Torino peppermint and I have the Torino chocolate and I make my own peppermint mocha. Nice. That's how much of a peppermint mocha addict I am. And for people that don't know, you can order that year-round at Starbucks. Just ask for it, and they'll make it. No questions asked. They and something have- recently I just found out is they have uh, some of those flavors in sugar-free. So if you have sugar problems, oh. you can get uh, a sugar-free peppermint mocha. I did not know they did that. Yes. Not all the flavors, but a good majority of them uh, huh. they do have in sugar-free. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was just like hazelnut, vanilla, and caramel that they had sugar-free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know because Alton always gets his coffee sugar-free. I'll have to let him know that. Yep. Okay, Tony. On to the big discussion of Tables of Wonderland. You ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm going to start with saying this. Uh, for a while, I have a group on Facebook, and it was blowing up. Everybody was posting tables of wonderland. It's going away. It's going away. It's going away. Listen, this program is not going away. It's a, it's a moneymaker. Now it, it's even more of a moneymaker. So as of, I think it was yesterday, right? It was yesterday. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday the Sunday. 4th. Yep. Uh, tables of wonderland raised the price to join this wonderful little club. So if you are a Florida resident, it will now cost you $175 a year. That is a 50% increase over the previous price. Then for annual pass holders, seasonal pass holders, and DVC members, it's only $150. Well, guess what, Disney? When I go to renew, I'm using my DVC. (laughs) <laughs> entitlement <laughs> and i'm saving myself 25 bucks <laughs> i don't care if it does say florida resident on it i don't care i want to save the money uh-huh uh and now uh i, I still think this is the same but the second membership still will cost 50 dollars more uh so if it's a husband spouse but if you're always with your husband or with your spouse or your partner or whatever uh i don't get the why you need to pay the extra 50 bucks and get the card um, the other thing too, which I should mention is, 
Uh, there's two types of cards. There's a paper card that you get at guest uh, services. You can buy this at any guest services in any of the parks, you know, Magic Kingdom, you know, studios, whatever. Uh, but if you call and get it, they will send you a plastic credit card type of card, which lasts a lot longer. The RFID doesn't uh, go uh, bonkers. I believe also they changed uh, some of the blackout dates. Uh, so be careful of that. Uh, I will say this. On opening night, Marimoto took Tables in Wonderland. Opening night, right out, of, right out of the gate. I was this shocked. really nice. Yeah, I gave the card to the server, and he's like, what's that? I said, just try and run it. Just swipe it and tell me what happens. <laughs> he comes back, he goes, what's that? I said, it's a discount card. He, I said, it takes, you know, 18, it puts on, puts the uh, 18% gratuity on, it takes the 20% off. I said, oh, I didn't know that. So, uh, anyway, um, I think they changed up some of the restaurants, too. We know Victorian Albert's uh, left off the, the list. Um but there's also some other blackout dates for uh, 1900 Park Fair, Chef Mickey's, Ahana, uh, Cinderella's Royal Table, the Chef of uh, uh, France, Akusha's Royal Banquet Hall, and Le Cellier. So um, make sure you check the dates and uh, you get them right because there are some new blackout dates for those. So. Uh, you know, I liked it better when it was just – $75 for annual right. pass holders and no blackout dates. Victorian Alberts was still on there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Disney. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't understand, you know, I, I wrote to Tables in Wonderland and I wrote to Guest Relations and I said, you have to explain to me why the giant price increase. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, it, nothing's changed. I mean, I still have to pay for my food. Um, I still, you know, it, it's I'm not getting anything extra for my for my extra dollars. I don't, you know, it's confusing. So uh, I don't think they're going to reply. They're probably going to just put it in the the Casanova crazy file that they keep on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's starting to grow <laughs> from my five years of living down here. Oh, Casanova sent us another email. Just put it in the file. <laughs> um, but that's it. You know, I. You know, what do you think? I mean, you don't live here, so you don't get to use yours as much as I do. So w no. will you renew? I'm thinking not. I mean, okay, yeah. so I figured I'd have to spend $750 wow. on food, food, drink. And, of course, I, I factor in valet because yeah. now would I normally valet? No, but you know what? It's nice when I'm getting dressed up and we're going to be eating at, yeah. you know, California Grill. That mm -hmm. in a dress and heels, I'm not walking all the way into the um, all the way through the parking lot, through the you know all that stuff in heels. Where I can just pull up, I get out of the car, and somebody parks it for me. Yeah. yeah. Um. And you're not on a Disney bus. You don't have to do. You don't have to take the Disney transportation on that that special night that you go out or you're going out to one of the the nicer restaurants. You know they they were beta testing. I, I'm not sure if it's complete yet. You know the resort to resort uh, buses at some of the uh, signature restaurants uh, from some of their hotels. I, I, that I assume that's going to happen sooner rather than later. I think because a lot of 
people are doing that is dining at the signature restaurants. So I don't know. I don't it's know. Just, I, I think they're trying to tell people, hey, stop coming here. <laughs> we can't take any more. You know? I don't, you know, they've set things up that trying to kind of, I guess, they have trained people to believe there will be, and I'm, this is people who are coming, like vacation planners. Yeah. Coming that if I come between this date and this date, well, there's a really good chance I'm going to get free dining. And if mm-hmm. I come between this date and this date, well, in the past, they've always had, you know, up to 30% off. And people planning vacations around that, and then it's set up in such a way that those discounts are so limited, but those people have already booked. Yeah. And the prices keep going up. And they're trying to, they've set it up to where they really don't have much of a, a downtime. Right. Um, and then on top of that, everything goes up. Because, yeah. I mean, thing, all passes just went up. Yeah, yeah, pretty high, too. Um, I think it was like 30%. But so here's the question, because I don't, I don't have ever used a dining plan ever. Um, I've always heard that, when they offer the free dining plan, you're paying higher for the room. It's almost like rack rate for the room because they're giving you the dining for free. So, you know, can you eat that much food? I, I don't know. Because the, yeah. the longest thing is, you know, the room. You know, you're staying there longer. You're probably going to pay more. Um, now, whenever I figured this out for my clients, I've seen yeah. that. Value, free dining, mm-hmm. even if you're paying to upgrade it, that's the way to go. I mean, value resorts have a limited discount. It's not yeah. normally very much. You have to kind of figure it out based on the number of days and on all of that kind of stuff, which is, I mean, is an agent, that's what I do. I figure out what is the better deal for my clients. Right. So with that, that's one thing. But um, I find when it comes to moderates, it can go either way. With Deluxe, take the room discount yeah. and pay for it out of pocket mm-hmm. because the discount's going to be larger than even if they were to give you Deluxe dining for free, right. which they don't. They give you the basic. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. The last time I came down to Disney, it was buy three nights, get the fourth night free. I don't think they've ever done that promo. I think that was the last time they did, and that was like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, um, yeah, because right. the first um, the first trip Alton and I took together mm-hmm. to Disney World was for our honeymoon. And that was the promo that was going on when we had yeah. our honeymoon. Yeah. And that was 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a great promo. So, and yeah, it's been either nine or 10 years the last time they did that, because I think it was only once after. Yeah, yeah. Good. I don't know. Um, uh, I, you know, I think they're going to find, um, you know, people's threshold of pain on how much they're willing to pay out for these things, uh, annual passes, parking, everything that went up. And here's the other um, thing that people don't know is when they do this kooky thing where they raise the ticket prices, usually other things go up. The merchandise starts to creep up, uh, you know, the candy in the, in the shops and the parks. All of those things inside the park then go start to creep up in price too. I think mm-hmm. they're now charging for Dasani water two seventy five, so that went up twenty five cents already. You know, so 
uh, sure it'll go up. Everything will just start going up in price. So well, then on top of that, you have the seasonal mm-hmm. increases of price too. Yeah. yeah. And they've done this kind of late. October is kind of late for them. This is usually done in uh, August and September. So uh, I figure that, well, they're definitely trying to get it in before Christmas. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the busiest time of the year for them. So we'll see. Huh. We'll see if attendance goes up or down. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And how yeah. how far can they increase things before people go, I can't afford this? Yeah. You know, you have people saying, you know, I can stay at Four Seasons. I can stay at Waldorf Astoria mm-hmm. for the price I'm paying at a moderate resort. Yeah. Or or anything they want on Hotel Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. They'll stay on Hotel Boulevard, B Resort or, you know, Wyndham or Hilton or any of those. Um, and some of those offer... Great. Awesome deals. Yeah. Yeah. Better than Disney right. deals. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see that. But I figured it out based on like I said, I'd have to spend seven hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Valet is twenty five. You know, it's I have to kind of think about it because it all de- depends. Like how how many times do I think I'm going to be going yeah. and eating at the restaurants that are included in that. Right. Right. So it's, it, I still have to kind of weigh it out a little bit more, but yeah. that's just $150. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. It is a lot. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I do like that. They do include alcohol with that though. That is one, yes. you know, if you're somebody who like, I, as you know, I like to have a drink when I eat. So right. if I'm having pasta, I want a glass of red wine or, you know, what have mm-hmm. you. And, yeah. You, it just is nice to get that little discount on top of it too, yeah. because alcohol at Disney adds up fast. Yeah, really you know, fast. for a local person, it's a no-brainer. You, you just have to bite the oh, bullet yeah. and do it. Um, it's you know, it's the people that don't live here, um, and I, I guess you know, for 150 for somebody that doesn't live here, maybe that's not too bad. 175 for a Florida resident. Well, they're punishing us for living here. <laughs> You know, we've been punished an extra $25. So I think the message you're sending us is don't eat here no more. Don't, you know. Either that, we'll think if you're if you're a Florida resident, but you have an annual pass holder, you're you're getting the annual pass holder rate. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they're like, it's it's the message of if you're a Florida resident, Mm -hmm. you need to be an annual pass holder. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening. But they do to offer the, you guys the ability. They offer you a a, a lesser price, yeah. and you've got the financing available in your annual passes, which I've never understood why. Why why not offer that to everybody? So, uh, so uh, I was listening to another podcast, uh, and that's an interesting uh, comment. So this person was saying, you know, Disney's kind of recognized that they have an attendance issue. And the attendance issue is not that they can't get people to come. Too many people are coming. And there's not enough. They've built all of these hotels and DVCs to put people, but the parks can't handle the load of what the uh, hotels have. So they have a large amount of people staying, not enough parks to put them in. I guess they made some kind of assumption that they'll do other things besides go to the parks. Right. Or go to their parks or go to Universal or SeaWorld or whatever. But maybe that's not happening. 
But I think what it is, is they expanded all of the deluxe resorts yes. to now have DVC. Correct. Well, you do that, you're making, they're making the assumption that with Disney Vacation Club, whenever I've done the little tours of it, they really focus on doing more than just the parks. Like, come, right. enjoy the experiences at, at the resort. You know, go horseback ride. The spa, or, the pool, the whatever. Yeah. Well, I think those people aren't doing as much of that as they thought they would. And instead, they're going to the park. They're yeah. not spending the time at the resort that they are, they want those people to spend. Right. And, and the other issue, yeah, the other issue that they created was uh, giving people that monthly option. That's not that that's making more people buy the ticket because they go, well, I can afford you know thirty dollars a month. That's not bad, you know. I just eat one less, you know, Taco Bell or whatever, right? Yeah. And then I can afford that eight dollar increase. But if you take that option away. I I would assume there's going to be a lot of people that cannot afford to lay out that kind of money for a family of four. It's probably like twelve hundred dollars. Nobody's going to lay out that kind of money. So with the monthly option, oh, more than that, affordable. Because it's now what what is it's what six fifty? No, I think it's uh, like seven eighty nine for like the platinum plus. I think okay. So say you go with the other one. I know for out of state for me, if I were to, yeah. to if yeah, I was not renewing, yeah, yeah, is seven fifty for the the just the park pass. Yeah. So I mean, and that's for ages three and up, right? Because there's no not a difference between a child rate and adult rate any, anymore. Right. They right. did away with all that. So yeah. that yeah, right, you so, got a family four. And I'll, I'll argue about that. I mean, what three-year-old should be paying the same thing as an 18-year-old? That three-year-old None. can barely remember that experience when they leave the park. You know, that, I, that's not a child. That's, that's not an adult. A three-year-old is not an adult ticket. You know. It's, you know, it's not, and not just the memory part of it, but... Think of all the attractions you can't Ooh. ride. And I think yeah. that should take into account. I, th- I, th- I think there should almost be an age slash size. Like, you know, if you're 10 years old, but, you know, you're significantly shorter than all the other kids your, your age. Why should you, if you can't ride all these things that this 10-year-old can ride, why should you still have to pay that? I think they need to... They needed to have thought that out, kind of like, you know, yeah. child seats in the car. You know, right. you have to be a certain height, weight, and then there's an age. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of works the same same way. Yeah, yeah. You know? I know a friend of mine um, came down uh, with their grandparent, and um, they cannot ride anything. They're wheelchair-bound. They cannot be, you know, taken out of the wheelchair. There's too many, you know, things, you know, for the breathing and whatever, uh, for this person to be taken out, they, they would never survive in a, you know, boat or whatever. Um, so they wanted to know, well, how can they take their, you know, this grandmother to the park? You know, somebody would sit outside with them while the rest of the family rode something. Um, you know, is there, you know, a special ticket or whatever? So I, uh, called guest relations and I explained the circumstance and they're like, no, they have to pay a full ticket. I said, a full ticket for what? I said, 
uh, she can't hear anything. She can't. She's partially blind. She she needs a, something to breathe, and she's not going to go on anything. She's going to be sitting outside with you know some family member to make sure she's not dead. Um, and they're like, well, they can enjoy the entertainment. I said maybe you didn't hear the part of they're partially blind and they're deaf, you know, but they can't enjoy anything. Yeah, they're just going to be they're in a vegetative state almost, you know. Well, if they're coming into the park, I said, well, all right. I said, well, maybe somebody's got to stay in a hotel with this person then, you know, unfortunately. So I never found out what they did. I don't think they came down. I think they they canceled the trip. Um, Yeah, it's there's some things that should be taken into consideration. And I know there's a lot of people that abuse abuse the rules. And that's why Disney mm-hmm. has done some of the things it has. But at the yeah. same time, then there's other people who really need something. Right, right. That. And I'm sure they could have brought a, a, a note from a doctor and said, listen, this oh, person see, cannot do anything. But <laughs> see, know? they won't take that into account. I know. Because right. they're not allowed to ask for it. So it's right. it's not worth anything. Right. And I'm... Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Hey, let's stop being a Debbie Downer. <laughs> what else on we want to, to now? Now it's on to the, the our our main entree. Ooh. On to Plancha and your experience at this special event. Now you said there were what ten people, right? Ten people. Uh, well, eight of us. Two of them were from Four Seasons. Okay. We don't want to count. We don't want to count them. Well, maybe we can't count them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can't discount them. <laughs> Uh, after the one, after they are the ones who invited you to this event. Okay. So this was uh, a, a, like a meet and greet for uh, some of the uh, media people in the local area um, to kind of introduce them to Plancha. Um, it was uh, the Plancha is uh, not at the Four Seasons main facility. It's over at their uh, golf course, uh, Tranquilo. I believe it's the golf course. It used to be. Oh, gosh, I can't remember what Disney named that. Anyway, not important. It doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) They're only open for lunch, uh, from lunch to, I think, about 6 or maybe 6 p.m.? I think 6 p.m. Yeah, 11 to 6. 11 to 6. And um, they they brought out a a bunch of uh, appetizers for sharing. Um, My favorite on that is the iTuna. Oh, uh, the tuna poke, I guess. that No, they call that iTuna. iTuna uh, with guacamole. So the raw tuna on top of this nice round bed of uh, guacamole. I scoop it, scoop it onto my plate. It's delicious. It's good stuff. It looks uh, really good. The epinadas are also delicious as an appetizer. Um, and then they made up, I'll show this to the camera here. They made up this little menu. Uh, this is not the full-size menu. This is just for uh, this media event uh, with our choices of entrees. So they picked, you know, some salad stuff, I, I think, for the ladies and the steak things down at the bottom for the guys. <laughs> there were only three guys uh, at the whole event, which I thought was weird. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but uh, what we – the guys did – is we got one of each of the the three meat items so we can all take pictures. 
<laughs> we decided. But see, that's getting... the way you go. You gotta, you gotta have a picture of everything that you can, you know. And it was funny. Most of the women had the salads towards towards the top. Did Did anybody get the pescado? I think so. I think okay. so. I think one of the women did. Okay. I think the vegan woman did. There was one woman there that was vegan. No, it's uh, just carrot, bean, and tropical uh, fruit salad. Oh, it wasn't fish? No. I would have thought with a name like Piscata it was fish. Yeah, I think with an I it would be Piscata, Piscata. I think this is Piscata. I don't know. I'm I'm not Cuban-ish. But one thing I'm going to say this probably a lot about this place. This is like the hidden secret of Disney dining. If you want to get away from people and you want to have a nice, enjoyable lunch, this is the place to go. Because they have dining inside. They have dining outside. uh, They have uh, cigars for the guys because it's a golf course kind of thing. They have a humidor with a huge selection of um, cigars. They have a great mixology program there. Uh, the bartenders are really well knowledge and make you, you know, we had some of those drinks up at Kappa. They'll do some of those crazy, uh, you know, drinks here too. Nice. Uh, Pedro, uh, who is the executive chef there, uh, really nice guy. Uh, he takes uh, traditional Cuban dishes that his mom used to make for him. And he used to cook with his mom and his grandmother and then turns them into these uh, delicious things that are on the menu. Um, the restaurant, too, was completely overhauled uh, recently. Um, completely gutted, completely done. Um, so he's got a whole new facility back there. And let me just, uh, I want to bring up some some things here that I took notes. Uh, so right now they have what they're calling their uh, summer menu. And uh, in the next couple of weeks, it's going to switch over to their winter menu. Okay. Uh, they change the menu up uh, based on the seasonal things that they can get locally. So they're using uh, local ingredients or sourcing from local uh, you know, places. Uh, so the, the menu will change uh, and it, it will become uh, seasonal. Um, also coming up for them is they're going to do a Sunday brunch. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Gosh, you know, I haven't done Sunday brunch in so long. I know. Oh, I need to do a Sunday brunch somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be the place you're going to want to do a Sunday brunch. Uh, So that's going to be interesting. I'd like to see that. Um, And then they're also uh, participating in a Latin food and wine festival in October. And they didn't give us the complete details on that. Um, So that'll be interesting, uh, too. Um, There's really nothing bad on this menu. There really isn't. Now, uh, who had... uh, Matt had uh, the El Cubano, which is roasted pork, black forest ham, uh, Swiss cheese, mustard, and house-made pickles. When they say house-made pickles, they mean they're house-made pickles. They make those pickles there. They don't make them, you know, buy them and call them house-made pickles. They're actually made there. Um, that was one of the things when I went and I did the uh, food blog f- uh, forum, you know, mm-hmm. conference that they did. And 
Four Seasons hosted the reception. It was originally supposed to be at PB&G, but weather changed the plans for that. Mm. But we did get to sample the food and everything. Yeah, just house like even their little mini sodas, which, of course, I always call pop, but their sodas (laughs) were house made as well. And that's just those little touches like that that you don't find elsewhere just takes the experience to a completely new level. Yeah, they. I just recently also found out that they have their own bourbon that they actually go and barrel and age themselves. Wow. So that you can only get that. Uh, I, I, I think you can only get it at Kappa, I believe, right now. Uh, that may change. So, uh, I had the plancha burger, which, which is a, a mix of chorizo and beef. Uh, patty. Uh, Mondoris, I'm not sure what that is, and it doesn't matter because it tasted good. Uh, white cheddar cheese, lettuce, and heirloom tomatoes. How is the mixture of the two meats blended together? Delicious. It had a little, you know, spice to it, um, but it, it was a good blend with the, you know, the fat of the meat with the fat of the churro. It was delicious. I, I, I really enjoyed that. And then my friend Jason had the New York Strip which is, I, I don't know, had some kind of rice, I can't say, and uh, chimichurri sauce, <laughs> if you want to try to figure out what that rice says. Masaputi. Wow. Wait, there you go. I don't know what that is. Mom Postillo. Okay, there you go. What she said. <laughs> um, and he said that his meat was delicious. It was, you know, cooked to perfection. Um and, you know, salad is salad. I wouldn't go to Poncho for salad. Get salad anyway. Don't go there for salad. Get something. Get some food. <laughs> some some kind of meat. Unless you're vegetarian, then, of course. No. Unless you're vegetarian, and then you're stuck having a salad. And I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I've been there, done that. And I'm sorry to hear that. Um, uh, what else do they have? There is a private room if you want to have a private party. Um, there is seating outside. If you want to sit outside, um, you can't do that. There's a deer that walks the path. They actually have a name for it. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. But uh, you can actually go up to this deer and feed it. It's like gotten so used to no. people. No. Yeah. Oh, I want to yeah. feed the deer. <laughs> yeah, is it, it, he walks. Uh, there's a walkway from the hotel to like Poncha. And he'll come out of the woods and he'll just kind of like walk the pathway. Um, so if you want to see a deer up close. Just as long do as they don't turn them into venison. Uh, I can't guarantee that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't guarantee that. You know, the other, uh, well, yeah, you can't do it here. But the other, you know, if you actually go to the Four Seasons, the other nice thing is you can drive through, you know, the Golden Oaks area. So. You get that fun experience. Um, but we're going to Kappa, uh, right? Yes, we are. And we've been to Ravello. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Amazing. I, yeah. I love that place. I love now, that see, place. I've, of course, growing, uh, growing up in the north, you have a lot of Italian transplants. And so, of course, mm-hmm. over time, dishes, dishes do, you know, they... Um, yeah. 
trying to think of the right word that I want to use. They, they, they change, but I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. But they're not quite exactly what they were back when the family was in Italy. And I've right. been to Italy. I'll right. tell you, the food in the north growing up from, you know, where Italians were and having, you know, that kind of food. And then going to Italy, it still doesn't compare. The food mm-hmm. in Italy, Italy is fantastic. Yeah. And now I haven't had, they had pizzas on the menu, right? I'm not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got the. I thought so. I need to try. I have got to try one of their pizzas because right after I had been to Italy is when Via Napoli opened. Mm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this pizza is just like it was in Italy. Now, the pizza's changed some. Right. Thanks. Since that restaurant opened. So yeah. I have to try that next time. But I'll say the the food, you know, Fabrizio, the food that he puts out. So amazing. And it's as good as what I had in Italy, if not better. I mean, he's. He's got a good stamp there. It's just. Yeah. If you're, really if nothing- you're you've, you've got to go there. It's one of those places. People have to go. They have to try. So considering what an amazing experience I had, and of course I did all the half pastas. Right. Do you remember? So I could order yeah. even more food. Right. <laughs> so we ordered like the to like yeah. three people, you know, three yeah. entrees worth of food. But it was yeah. it was well worth it. The food was really good, and I can't wait. Cannot yeah. wait for Capital. Yeah. So let. Uh, Let's tell you all the places you can eat there. There's uh, Plancha at the golf course, uh, which is open for lunch. They have a quick service called Lickety Split. And don't discount this place. They have uh, some of the best coffee I've tasted in a long time. Uh, Awesome uh, pastries, Italian pastries. And gelato. So don't discount Lickety Split. Now I do know they're about to do a, but they're doing a barista boot barista, camp. Yes, yeah, I'm really thinking about going to that. Um, and that night, I'm thinking, how much coffee can I drink at night and still go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> you know, two hours of drinking coffee, will I will I be able to sleep that night? <laughs> um, I am thinking about that. Uh, and then there's Ravello, which is uh, a, they call it the Italian Modern Kitchen, and. Uh, they're open, I believe, just for lunch. No, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I think on some breakfasts, they do characters. Um, they have Goofy and his pals. Um, and I believe that breakfast with characters is cheaper than Disney's breakfast with characters. So, uh, yeah, check that out. And then the really nice place is Kappa up on the 17th floor. Um uh, the 17th floor is uh, the entire floor is for the restaurant. And just below that is the, like the penthouse, you know, rooms. But uh, from up there, you can see Wishes and actually you can see all fireworks. You can see Wishes, Epcot, Illuminations. Uh, and then if studios are doing something, you can see that from up there as well. It so, is amazing view from up there. It is really crazy. And don't, you know, you don't need to be staying there. All you have to do is make a reservation at any of these places. And you just, I, I don't think Plotchin, you even have to make a reservation. 
Um, I think you kind of call them and tell them you're coming, but I really don't think they care. Uh, there's, always, <laughs> <laughs> there's always room there. Um, but uh, Ravello and Capri, you probably want to make a reservation because they do, uh, you know, fill up pretty quickly. I love them. I love the. I love everything they do there. One of my favorite places, not favorite Disney, non-Disney place to go on property. It's right? yeah. I told you I'm going to be doing a book with all that stuff in it because there's so many great places. Yeah, that people yeah. just don't know about because everybody goes to like the Disney website and they focus on you know, mainly the parks and then the hotels and then from there, downtown Disney. But right. not all these other places that are on Disney property that offer amazing cuisine. And yeah. Yeah. They yeah. they have not disappointed me yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so I have a few more questions about Ponch. Go ahead. Okay. okay. The drink that you had. What oh, was yeah. that? That was a uh, a green tea. Okay. Yeah. Non-alcoholic green tea. Okay. There's nothing uh, fancy in that tea. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think anybody. I don't think anybody had a drink because Nobody a had lot a of people. Were, I think everybody was going to the Disney Springs thing and didn't want to get loaded uh, before going to that. <laughs> so. I don't think anybody had an alcoholic beverage. See, I can never pass up having something that pairs well with it. Yeah. yeah. Not that I'm going to get loaded, but I want, like, a nice drink with whatever I have. Right, right. Um, I think this is from traveling to too many European countries where everybody has a drink with their meal. Yeah, that's so true. I've kind, of, I've kind of picked up on that. That kind right. of. Yeah, I hear you. Part of their lifestyle. Yeah. Now, they had on their menu that they have vinegars to take home. Did you try yes. any, of the vinegar, any of the vinegars? No, they didn't give us a sample of those. Um, I'm just curious about the spicy one. Yeah. yeah. I bet I could get Chris, the manager, to send us some. Oh. <laughs> I probably... <laughs> it was funny because uh, uh, Chris, the manager, came out. Uh, there was a you know, the table of us. And uh, uh, first when I came in, he noticed me and he came over and said hello. But when the he came over to talk to the table and said, hey, Mr. Castanova, how are you? <laughs> I've, I've been there five times already. He's like, he knows me by name. Then when the chef came out, Pedro, Pedro came to tell, uh, tell us all about the stuff. The first thing he does, hey, Mr. Castanova, how are you? <laughs> so everybody's like looking at me like, hey, why don't you know this guy? <laughs> <laughs> so it was fun. It's, it's fun, but uh, yeah, I I don't. Know. We, we should try them. See what happens. Now you know. the desserts that were offered. Can you tell me mm. a little bit about those? Yeah, what did we? Uh, they had they had a bunch of them. Um, oh my God. Can't remember what they were, which was good. Uh, one of them was a flan, and what else did they have? Where I think is, they had I a key line. Something, okay, something with green. I remember. I just need to zoom in. Ooh, yeah, not that much. Uh, there was a. Did you have the peanut coconut halado with uh, passion fruit? That's one of the other ones. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they brought uh, kind of like the okay. So they had all four. So the guava roll with the crema de queso, little bites of uh, the leches with the dulce leche. Yeah. The dulce pearls. That one was the best one. It looks. That was probably the best one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then the, the the flan that you mentioned, the yeah. traditional flan with uh, the what uh, else is on there? Uh, Kanya sugar caramel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I think Pedro's got a pastry chef back there too. That's one thing uh, I I think I'd would like be so much there. fun like is to, to get a tour of the kitchen. And then next time we go back there. See him. Yeah. 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 Well, Ravello and, and Kappa, you PB&G, can see them. You can see there. You know, you don't have to. Yeah. You know. B and G, you can see their kitchen too. But I've been in that. I've been in that kitchen too. The PB and G. You know, they kind of got away from the smoking thing at PB and G. Um, yeah. They were trying. You know, the uh, oh my god, what's his name? The chef there. Not Tim. Tim's at Kappa. Oh, jeez. I can't remember his name. He had two sides of his menu. There was uh, homage, which was a tribute to all the kind of smoked uh, barbecue stuff, and then treason, which was this twisted, uh, his twisted version on uh, barbecued stuff. Uh, so he had two different sides, but the, it was too big uh... and too rich for, you know, poolside kind of lunch. So they kind of you know dumped it down to sandwiches like lobster rolls and burgers and things and you know salads. That's a shame. And, I don't. Know. I, I I like the old menu. <laughs> I said that too. Yeah, I said that. You know, I, I like the old. Um, so maybe they'll bring some. Maybe for the winter. Maybe they'll bring that back when less people are using the pool. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, um, if it's if maybe it's another too reason much for me to go there. Who are traveling? Because I mean, you know, in the in the south, yeah. I think. You can never go wrong with barbecue. It's kind of an all year long kind of yeah. thing here. But I guess it also depends on to in people's right. mind when they think of eating barbecue. So it'd be nice to have that brought back. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But that's true. Yeah, but you'll be there, so you'll get to enjoy it all night. I need, like, just a week to eat, like, all the meals in each of the restaurants. Go, I'm going to eat this meal and this meal, you know, knock all the meals out. Oh, no, not there. Well, you're there for a weekend, right? I'll be at Waldorf. I wish I was there for seasons for some nights. Okay. Oh, Okay. Okay. Um, At some say, point, I'm going to have to stay nights there. You certainly could do it in two nights. <laughs> they yeah, do have um, discounts sometimes. Maybe too. January. Maybe in January. Yeah. Something. I should, too. I know. Uh, mm, yeah. I know they just had a Florida resident rate. Um, I need a temporary place. The end of October. So I can get like a Florida place. driver's <laughs> Say, I temporarily live with. Just use my my address. Okay, this this time I do have to see the archives. Yeah, you have to tell them temporarily. That's that's a a must do this time. 
because we always say we're going to do it. All right. But I want to, I want to be there. Like <laughs> That's just the video archive. That's Seinfeld There's a lot right of there. Seinfeld right here. See all the Seinfeld on the shelf right here. That's not Disney then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A place that I can't see. No. Actually, Disney is on. That's okay. Because uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there soon enough to check. Uh, it out. Yeah, I can move it if, if you have actually. <laughs> so overall, you're saying people should definitely do. Yeah. Do yeah. plancha. Yeah. Best place for lunch to get away from the crowds. Day conditioned, and there's not a lot of crowds. You know, I, I don't. I think you oh, can Valley nice. Park. I think I saw somebody Valley Park. I think it's free too. Um, the parking lot's really not that far from the front door. Now I'm <laughs> you, looking at the pictures. Have have which, of course, all, all the that. stuff that we're talking about um, is going to be on diningatdisney.com. I mean, I'm going to take your notes and your photos and re-listen to, okay. to our discussion yeah. and write up a post all about this. Everybody will be able to see like firsthand really what we're talking about. But right. as far as the dining room, it looks okay. like it's a combination of like rich dark woods with. Uh, like white, is it white ceilings? Yes. Yeah, white ceiling. Yeah. Uh, there's some leather chairs right in the middle of the room near the bar, too. Uh, they have a probably a 60 inch, two 60 inch televisions. So it's um, kind of, so it's kind of set up to where they've got what, like a retail shop? You can do that. Then an area well. where people can kind of relax and watch. Sports on TV, mm -hmm. and then the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, right, and then the two they have two locker rooms. You know, for the guys that you know golf, golf, you can actually get a locker there too. Um, they used to have names on. And the funny story is they just redid the locker rooms uh, up until recent. Uh, Dick Nunes, who uh, helped build the Walt Disney World. <laughs> Uh, there was a locker wow. with his name on it, Dick Nunes. Uh, I think I have an old picture somewhere. Maybe I, I can dig up and send it. But they recently redid them, and and they took off his uh, his name. That country club that uh, is now Plancha used to be very popular oh, okay. for the Eisner era people. That's where they used to have meetings um, on property because guests couldn't go there, you know, um, easily, and nobody knew about it. So that's kind of where they used to uh, have meetings. It wasn't a restaurant. It was just a bar. Uh, and Mike, who works at the uh, top of the world, you know, I'm telling his story. This is really his story. He used to work there. And, uh, you know, one day uh, Dick Nunes said to Mike, hey, he was a little uh, inebriated. He had uh, many a cocktail. Said to Mike, hey, Mike, I'm going to turn that castle pink one day. You just watch. And Mike said, yeah, sure. Sure, Mr. Nunes. Right, right away. So the next week, Mike was driving to work. So. I remember the pink yeah. castle. It was not, not a good idea. Yeah. yeah. If you ever get a chance, go to Top of the World. And uh, there's a bartender up there, Mike, who will tell you stories that were very interesting. Very interesting. It's cast members like that that make the, the experience fun. Oh, yeah. And, of yeah. course, you have some of the best cast members and yeah. that have those jobs that have been there for a long time. Yeah. And part of the reason they're best is because they love what they do so much. 
that they're not going anywhere. You know, they love to talk to people and they bartenders always hear. Oh, yeah. Crazy stories. Yeah. Yeah, They're the eyes and ears of the restaurant usually. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had back when I waited tables, I had customers that would tell me some crazy stories. But I'll tell you, whenever I worked in the bar and was a cocktail waitress, the stuff people because those people, they don't quite sit as long as typically the people who are sitting around the bar, Mm -hmm. but very close. I mean, there's maybe, you know, many of them will sit there for three hours. Yeah. And so they'll tell you stuff that you never wanted to know about people, you know? Right, right. It's funny, we just spoke to a woman last night uh, who worked for Michael Eisner. She was Disney's corporate synergy manager or director, uh, wow. Laura Santoli. Uh, uh, so you have to go check out her book uh, and listen to this podcast. And I think, she's, I think she knows where a lot of uh, the bodies are buried. I have a feeling. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so she had direct interaction with Michael Eisner and Frank Wells on many, many, many occasions. Yeah, and Jack Linquist, who is uh, you know the marketing guy for Disney too. So she's got good stories. You got to go read her book. Yeah. Wow. So I've got a I've got a small collection of some Disney books I still need still mm. have yet to read, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many great books out there of people there who work for Disney, whether yeah. it be in the creative department or in the corporate department that, you know, I think offer some great, great information if you're, you know, yeah. when it comes I love to hearing their stories. Or creativity, creativity or what have you. Yeah, yeah they got so. a lot of good stories and I like hearing them. So, all right. Anything else we want to chat? Uh, I think that covers everything having to do with Plancha and, and Four Seasons Fleece right now. And I'm going to guess we should Uh-oh. do we should do for our, our dessert, we should do tips that have to do with Four Seasons since that's been our big, big thing. And I guess you know we what? could just say your, your, your tip for dessert would probably be to, to go to Plancha because it's, yeah. it's a hidden gem. Yeah, it definitely is. And I'm not even saying, go to any place at Four Seasons. It's a hidden gem. I mean, lickety split for, you know, the gelato. You know, if you don't go to Plancha for lunch and then go to lickety split for dessert. It's I a like win-win. I mean, you have to get in your car and do like, You could walk, probably. There's a walkway. You can walk. You can walk there, but I would do that. And then you can kill two birds with one stone. You know, That's true. Knock yeah. out two places. Yeah. And even do the reverse. Go to PB&G uh, for lunch and then go to Lickety Split for gelato. You know. Get a nice big cup of coffee or bobolini or gelato or whatever. That's my, yeah. I, just go just go to Four Seasons. That's my, that's my tip. And you know what? You gave so many great tips having to do with Four Seasons since you technically should be like the mayor of Four Seasons when it comes to, to Four Square and Swarm because... I, yeah, probably should be. You uh, you visit the resort enough. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's why I can't, I can't go there without you. 
since you as many times as you've been, you know what's good and you know all about the stuff on the menu. I feel like I need you there to to guide me in the right direction, Tony. Yeah. When you walk into Plancha and the manager and the chef know you by name, you got a problem. I'm just saying. It's a good problem, I think, but I have a problem. Yeah. It's okay. There could be many, many worse problems you can yeah, have. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'd be happy if that was my problem, that I, I dined at Four Seasons or I dined anywhere at Disney World too much. Yeah, yeah. There, well, there yeah. are a lot of restaurants that, that people just... know my name. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens when you live just minutes away. That's, that's also true. I mean, there are places. And see, that's why, why you could, like, buy other people. You could, you have... You make your money back over and over and over. I would say you've got to make the money back 10 times over with Tables in Wonderland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. Oh, yeah. I probably owe them money. I'm just talking about food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm saying if they ever were to give you a report at the end of the year, I'd probably cry. I'd probably go, all right, I can't can't go out to eat there anymore. I just know when I go back, when I'm doing my taxes and I'm, you know, doing the, uh, cause you know, the sales tax deduction and yeah. I'm like adding up all, all my receipts for the taxes from Disney. Right. And I'm looking at that going, Oh yeah, that's a lot of money. I don't really need I to be thinking about how much that, that spit, you know, <laughs> I can imagine it, it. I don't even want to know. Just form it out. Uh, let somebody else do it. You don't want to know. Exactly. Okay, so since that wraps up our meal for today, Tony, I'm going to let you tell everybody where to find you. Oh, gosh. Uh, You can find me at uh, DisneyByTheNumbers.com. That is my website, which is facts all about Disney. Uh, Not just Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Parks, Disney Cruise, Disney, whatever. Uh, And the other place you can find me is the Disney Parks Podcast where me and my partner in crime, John, uh, Park Hopper John, talk about uh, everything to do with uh, Disney parks. So that's all of the parks, all in one podcast. So those are the two places you can find me. Okay, and uh, they can follow you on social media too, right? They can follow me if you have to. <laughs> they should. <laughs> you can follow me on uh, I'm on Facebook uh, and Twitter, most places, uh are uh, at dbtn uh i think you can find me and you can find the podcast at disney podcaster uh we're on twitter and uh you can find us on facebook we have a, a facebook page um there where you can find the disney parks podcast yeah and i have to congratulate you because oh. you have just become an author i did i actually wrote published your first book i wrote you a, have a, book I wrote a pamphlet I wrote a very small pamphlet, a book. <laughs> um, yep, you can find info on that uh, at DisneyByTheNumbers.com as well. Um, there's info about the book, and you can purchase it from uh, Amazon. Bring it to any of the meets, and I'll sign it for you right now. I'm working on a way that we can sign them and send them, but that's a whole other process. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know that's that's not an easy one to have done. Yeah. So I wish Amazon would just do it. You know, let me sign some stuff and send it to them and they can send them out. They're, they're not that nice. No, they're like, hey, you can buy all your bikes from us and then you can ship them to everybody yourself. Exactly. 
So I'm having the publisher uh, send me a, a stack of them so I can keep them, and then I'll, I'll probably just set up a store on my site where I can sign them, sign them, and send them out. It is what it is. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it's good. Well, good stuff. And as far as dining at Disney, you can find that at diningatdisney.com. You can read all of the articles that Jay, myself, um, all those things that we write. And of course, we now have, I now have a new writer. I saw Brandy. that. I saw that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she your West Coast? She is West Coast and she does, she does uh, run Disney Ooh. as well as she does some of the Disney cruises too. So. Ooh. I, we're very excited to have her on board for that. Yeah. Somebody gave me a good tip about, a, I have not been on a Disney cruise, but the tip they gave me is when you go, just order one of everything. Cause it doesn't matter. Oh yeah. On, yeah. on cruises. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can always do that. I, I would it's do funny. that just to take the picture. <gasps> now see what I do is I watch what everybody around me orders mm-hmm. and then I order one of the dishes that I wanted to order, but nobody else has. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and I always order two appetizers and two desserts. Right. And when I did do the Disney cruise, <laughs> because I've done one and it was, it was training. Right. And the other agents were looking at me like I was a little crazy. Like, why is this little person ordering all this food? <laughs> I'm like, See, I got to get the pictures and I got to try it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all included. I know. Just take a bite and go. I'm done with that. Get that out of here. We should do that. We should do a Disney cruise. Yeah, yeah. I've been well. We've been talking about doing one with the podcast and you know having some you know special guests and uh, you know people come on and do talks and things like that. So it's a it's a lot of fun and you know for people who don't have little ones, mm-hmm. there's enough places on the ship that they have that are set aside adults only right right that really it's you see less kids i saw i noticed less kids on the cruise mm-hmm. than i did when i've done carnival and royal caribbean because the kids programs are so like so awesome the kids want to do that and it gives the parents time to go and hang out at the adult yeah. only pool right and yeah it was so much fun yeah I can't wait to do it again. Maybe we should uh, plan one together, do a whole big uh, podcast cruise. Hey, I'm all for that idea. You know, maybe a Source of Radio Disney Parks podcast cruise. We need to, we need to discuss this. Yeah. This is further discussion later this month, Tony. All right. I know where to find <laughs> you later this month. That's <laughs> true. No, you'll just track me down. Yep. <laughs> Well, we uh, Dining at Disney is brought to you guys by Weeby Geeks Network. So please download, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. We would love a five-star rating and review. That makes us smile, makes us happy. And if you'd like to help us out, like Tony mentioned, you can buy Tony's book. But for Dining at Disney, you can pick up the Dining at Disney books. I've got a... One for Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. There's also the Epcot Dining Guide you can pick up. And then shop our affiliate links, like the Disney Store, Garden Grocers, and Jelly Belly. So. Yeah. That's hey, a good book that you have for the uh, Epcot Food and Wine. They should go out and get that. If you're, if you're coming down, it's probably good to have. They can, can they can get a PDF for that, right? It is, yeah. yeah. I'm only doing PDF because it's, it's something you can carry. I mean, like, 
my and iPhone. That's you perfect to put just, on this. <laughs> it is. And you can walk through and I've got links to some of the stuff so you can touch it and go to a link. And yep. it's, I like things that are, that are so easy to carry with you. Yeah. So it's like, if I had a book printed, yeah. nobody wants to log around a big book like that anymore. They want to log around, Kristen. But see, they're not going to need to to do that. That's going to be like the, you know, flying down. You got a book to read. You know, this is going to be some, you're sitting relaxing on the beach by the pool. Mm-hmm. You're going to open up this book. You're going to read and go, who would have thought that? Yeah. Or you can make fun games out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's another good thing, yeah. yeah. hmm Lots of things they can do with your book. Oh, they'll have to check it all out. They will. And since that's all for today, thanks for listening. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. 